girl. 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 Not girl. girl. You know better. Mm-mm. You do girl. better. Girl. You better do better. Girl. Girl. Do better. girl. Do better. What's up, y'all? And welcome to a very special episode of Girl Do Better, the podcast. What? <laughs> Because we'll be back. <laughs> right, we know y'all missed us. We've missed y'all. So, um, and we missed each other too. Hey, y'all. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, going forward, given that, you know, we're in a whole panoramic, we probably won't be able to record as frequently as we used to, but we definitely still want to get you all these episodes. Uh, so, we thought we'd start kicking that off with our new schedule with this episode. So, um we'll do like we used to do and everybody go around uh and say who you're listening to and how we've done better um let's say this past month since like it's been a while (laughs) so i'll start i'm sicily and how i've done better this month um i actually hit a savings goal that i had started like a year ago um, I was saving toward a condo, but that's probably not going to happen anytime soon. So who knows what the fund is for now, but I'm still saving. We'll see. But that was like my first time hitting like a huge savings goal. So, yeah. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll pass it. I'll just like go in order, I guess. Uh, so, Kamaya, why don't you go next? Okay. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Kamaya. AKA. I was like, I don't know what you're going to do. And I was like, are you going to do the AKA, girl? <laughs> I'm going to just go with AKA, the Kamaya show. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> um, And how I've been doing better, um, Cicely, I'm going to sort of kind of piggyback, you know, use your favorite phrase. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> From you, uh, this month I met with a budget consultant because my goal for this year is to get rid of my debt, okay, mm-hmm. my immature debt that I collected post-college because I didn't have any student loans, so I was just racking it up, <laughs> and um, that wasn't very smart of me. So um, I met with a budget consultant, so I've been like trying to do really good on sticking to my budget. Um, and I am meeting with her once a quarter so she can hold me accountable. Um, so yeah, that's how I've been doing better and booking these new clients. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Staying out out of corporate life in the meantime. Do people know, have you talked about on the podcast, how you quit your job and stuff? I can't remember. Um, yeah, I've, yeah, I've mentioned it. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, I definitely mentioned it. I'm not sure if I've gone in depth or I don't know maybe I have it's been a while <laughs> well, you want to plug your, uh, we'll, we'll find some time for you to plug your uh, services <laughs> oh, okay thanks thanks <laughs> cool cool uh, Deanna you want to go sure so I think when we kind of took a break from um, the podcast you know Womanish was like in the works and you know now like seven months later, eight months later, we still going, y'all, you know, it worked. Yes. I didn't play it. Okay. We out here. Okay. So we're doing, we're doing really great. We're doing really well. So um, that's how I would just say that's how I've done better. I was able to, you know, we were able to make womanish happen. 
and a pan and a panorama. Okay, and a panorama. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because I like I remember you all texting us saying you guys are disappointed you couldn't open up on like your scheduled time, and I remember telling you guys like. Don't worry, because once things are opening up, people are going to be so thirsty to want to get out the house that y'all ticket sales are going to be booked and busy. And y'all ticket sales are booked and busy. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, so, Danny, you want to go next? Um, okay, so how we did better, it ties into a minute. So me and Dee recently, um, on, on my vision board, over here, I had, um, I can't, I don't want to say it yet, but I was on my vision board, I had something that I wanted to happen in 2020. Um, and obviously because of the pandemic, it couldn't, whatever. I was like, you know, it's cool, whatever. Well, a lot of things can happen. One thing I was like, really once happened, didn't happen. And then the end of the year, Deanna like reached out and was able to like, get connected with this one person that was like on my vision board for us to work with. Um, and we recently just signed a contract with her um, for something that's happening in April. I can't say it yet. Oh, I, I'll tell you offline, but just some, <laughs> like something like really, really crazy that like, I just put up here. Cause like, you know, whatever, I, you know, didn't know what was going to happen, but D like through connections we made, you know, D was able to like get the person's contact. And then like um, two months later, we ended up signing a contract with her um, to work with us for uh, two things for Womanish. Um, and it was just really crazy for us. And so that's something that we just signed it like a week or two ago. Super exciting. Um, but yeah, you guys Yay! are so exciting. Congratulations. Thanks. Exciting. Nice. Cool, cool. Okay, Bria, how about you? I have been doing better over the past month by getting this wedding done, y'all, because it's crazy. It's literally like a full-time job. I kid you not. Planning a wedding is a full-time job. And I'm happy to say that I've passed off all, if not most, of my duties to my wedding planner and my maid of honor. So... <laughs> <laughs> literally nothing besides whatever I want to handle. And um, I've been putting out content. I've been working on a lot of cool projects that will be coming out soon. So you, I'll tell you guys offline too, but <laughs> I've been excited to work on those projects too. And yeah, that's how I've been doing better. Nice. And then like, when this, when this airs, it will just be a couple of days away from your bridal shower. Oh, yay. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, it's so exciting. All right, Brittany, how about you? Y'all making boss moves. <laughs> hey. Making money moves. Hey, hey. <laughs> but hey, you guys, my name is Brittany, aka Be Great. Um, this year for me has been like a year of focus, right? I think for me, I've been doing a lot of things and juggling a lot of businesses. And one thing that I've been learning is like, you know, you can either kick um, six soccer balls one time or one six times, right? And the one you kick six times goes into the goal. So I've been focusing on drilling down on one of my businesses at a time and just going 
you know, what is it, um, an inch wide and a mile deep. Um, mm-hmm. And just there too. Also, I've been um, with the trainer now. So, you know, I, I feel like I'm fairly in shape, but I'm trying to like really get cut, get a nice body, get my stamina up, be able to like, if I want to run races and do like, you know, train or do something like that, I can get back into that because I don't want to get to a point where I'm in my 30s later on. And then I'm like, oh, well, I stopped working out. So I can't keep going. So mm-hmm. trying to stay in shape, make money like all these bosses here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm to get like you. <laughs> I keep saying I'm going to do that, but I really need to get one. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Um, Jackie, if you're still there, do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> Hey. And not putting her camera on for nothing. Right. All of that. I didn't I didn't know it wasn't on. Oh, Girl. <laughs> yes, you did. Right. Hey guys. Hey Jackiana. <laughs> um I, this month, um, I think I did better by I don't know, just a- asking for things that I hadn't really asked for before and just like more so going for it, both like in my nine to five and with DJing, just, you know, going about it more with the worst answer is that people tell you no. And sometimes people say yes. Been been a ride. It's been a time. And booked in a booked and busy time. She was just right. on yes. the Atlanta DJ station. Okay. Jamal Smalls. Uh, Jamal Smalls. Come on, come come on now, Jackiana. You are right. She being real modest, like, oh, you know, just like asking more questions. Like she wasn't like live. (laughs) Exactly. Jackie had a whole glow up. Y'all remember her? If y'all go back and listen to some of our like first episodes, Jackie was saying that. She was gonna start uh, being more focused on DJing. She didn't had a whole glow up. Yeah, right, girl. Back. Yep. Thanks, y'all. Gas me up, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a time, but now thanks for tuning in every week too, y'all. You're the real ones. Yes, <laughs> that reminds me, Diana. It's really funny, like going you know at the risk of getting like sentimental it is really nice to like go back and listen to our old episodes and like what we were saying like oh I really want to try this or I'm gonna step out on faith and do that and like a year plus later how so many things are coming together it's just really nice yeah yeah and it it also really it also really speaks to um everybody in this group as well because every like Every single person in, you know, on this feed right now is a boss, like just a boss, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it really just speaks to the group and all of you guys as well, you know? <laughs> yes. Okay. You guys are so, my daily inspiration. Right. <laughs> I could talk about this for like 30 minutes, but <laughs> we'll get into, uh, I think Danielle has a very interesting story to share. <laughs> for on today what's happening on today okay so uh this past weekend we were um well this past week we went to had to go to miami for a little emergency business trip um those people tried to play us we'll talk about that later offline but you know 
we had to handle what we had to handle. So anyway, um, we were at the Fountain Blue. That's like, you know, now that we go to Miami Beyond, it's like, we gotta stay at the Fountain Blue. We gotta stay at the Fountain Blue. Like, no, nowhere <laughs> else we can stay, okay? But anyway, so, um, we're like, we're like walking or whatever. And so this like, uh, this black guy comes up to us, he has like chains on, you know, little swag dot or whatever. And he's like, hey, like, what are you ladies doing tonight? And um, we're like, oh, like, we're just about to like go to dinner. We had like a, a business meeting we were about to go to. So like, oh, we're just going to dinner really quick, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, um, do you, do you know who the rapper 42 Doug is? I was like, no. <laughs> he, he's like, oh, you don't know who 42 Doug is? Like, look him up. And I was like, okay <laughs> I, i'm like i but, and i was like kind of but he's like nah nah like google him and i was like all right so i'm like hang on phone i google him and then i see that he sings a song like we paid with like little baby or something like that and i was like oh like that's cool and then like um he's like yeah so like um we're about to go like in a party bus go on a yacht like do y'all want to like come come through and like kick it with us whatever and I go look at Wait, this. Was he 42 Doug he, or whatever? Uh, he was his entourage or whatever. Oh. Um, and so I was like, um, so I go look down a little further and I see this man is 25 years old. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm grown. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you know, I'm not about to hang out with no. I think I said, I think I said that or something like, oh, like I'm 20, I'm 29 or something like that nah like I'm good on that he's like oh you know we just gonna go have a good time like it's gonna be blah blah and I was like oh okay sir I, I, I was like uh you can he asked if um he could get my number and I was like yeah like he's like yeah like we're, we're about to go up have a good time like we're gonna do this we're gonna do that it's gonna be a vibe like he's on the hottest rappers out right now like okay <laughs> that's literally was my thought like he was really trying to hype this little man up and i'm like <laughs> if it's not drake, <laughs> it, i was like if it's not drake then i don't want to hear about it like you know what i'm saying I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like any like grown person maybe but like you want me to go hang out with <laughs> 25 year old child i don't think so right oh so, sorry 42 doug if you listen to this but it was gonna be I know, yeah. so. Wait, Deanna, were you there? Were you standing yeah. there too? Yeah, I was standing there. First of all, you know, if I was like if I was like 22, 23, it would have been like say less. I don't care who I don't care who he was. If you gonna take me on a yacht and we going to a table, say less, nigga. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> At this day and age, I was like, I gotta go to sleep, nigga. I gotta get some you know so yeah. <laughs> yeah that is so funny how much we've grown and <laughs> last time we were at the sound in blue too last time we were in Miami. do you guys know uh chris massey from that's so raven yeah, uh, yeah. what Wait, the, is he the brother of, like yeah, yeah, was he yeah. Corey or was he Corey's oh, yeah. brother yeah, him, him and his brother were there. I was like, yeah, okay. you know your Corey from That's So Raven? She's like, no. I was like, okay, well, that's that man. <laughs> she was like, that's so who? I'm like, girl, come on, it, let's go. <laughs> but yeah, so. Interesting. <laughs> I can't, since, since I'm a woman, 
since Women is just expanding to Miami, you guys are probably going to run into like more and more people that you actually will care about. <laughs> right. Yeah, that really. is the goal. <laughs> <laughs> that is on Deanna's vision board for the next couple months. <laughs> yes, it is. I will be living the life, okay? <laughs> I will be reclaiming my time, okay? Okay, sis. <laughs> oh my gosh well that's super exciting so sorry that y'all you know fumbled the bag or whatever <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, any other po- I'm like 40 i'm like any other popular name would have i'm like who the fuck is 42 doug like no. <laughs> i had to google him whenever you like posted about it and i was like is this not coop from all american like i don't understand <laughs> But I think I'm I'm uh, also too old for that. I'm not the target audience. I, exactly. I feel like he thought we were gonna be like, oh my god, forty two Doug. Like, <laughs> because you have how did we come? You have to you, like that's what like literally. Well, maybe I shouldn't say this, but it was a past life, so I'm gonna say it anyway. Literally, that's what people came to the Fountain Blue for. Like, me and my homegirls used to go to the Fountain Blue. We're like, okay, we're going to go here Saturday and Friday. You know, Bria, find- are you like, Bria? I know I am. <laughs> you know, find some people. You know, they're going to get us a table. Might have a nice Don't dinner. Don't tell the story, Bria. Don't tell the story. Whatever. Gonna- so that's what you're going to do. And that's what it is. So. No, I need to know why Bria's laughing. I need to hear this story. No, you don't. Bria is like dying. Like she is like bright red. I have to tell you this story. How have you guys yes. got her this story? Oh, oh my god. god. Okay. We were. I think we were in college still, and we used to go to Miami to visit Deanna. And so we were. It was me, Danny, and another girl from Mizzou. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and um, you see, I just claimed myself in that Mizzou group. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you an honorary member. <laughs> we got all dressed up to go to the Fountain Blue because we weren't staying there, but we were staying with, yeah. <laughs> we got all dressed up because it was like, oh, <laughs> football players at this day party. We're about to go, we're about to get it in. We walked in, like, took an Uber there and everything. I think it was, like, a 30-minute drive, I feel like. It was far. We got out of the car. I thought we were so cute. We had our bikinis on. We walked in. Yo, and I'm still mad about this because I gave. Diana so has a key, like, a, a room key, because you need a room key to be able to get in. And we go, we go to the pool. We're ready because they're partying. So we're like, ooh, I- like here they are they're outside so like we can see them as we walk out like they're across there and we're walking in and so (laughs) we walk in and I think we were getting towels or something something so Danny gives them the key and they literally look at the key like this isn't the right key like this is an old key like you can't use this to get in and we were like what do you mean long story short (laughs) they told us that we couldn't come because we didn't have the right key. So, so Diana, you had an old key? Yeah. And they so took the key. Dude. He literally, like, snatched it. It was like he literally, like, you hit it. He, he literally looked at this key and looked at it, snatched it out of my hand. It was like, no. 
Oh my God. One of the things that I like kick it with or whatever, he gave me a key so that we could be able to get in and out. But it's, you know, you have to flash it and keep it moving. Flash and move. Flash and move. <laughs> so when Danielle told me that she gave the man the key, I'm like, what type of shit? Why would that even make sense for you to do? It doesn't have your name on it. Okay. I'm sure if she looked at the card, oh my God. she can see that it was expired. I'm like, why would you do that? And so she shut our whole finesse game down for like a month. We had to be sitting at the bar. He was back oh I was pissed. I couldn't believe oh it. I remember <laughs> I was so salty. On the way back, we stopped by the little concession area. I don't think you got like the candies or whatever. Girl, girl. I was yeah. like, we're gonna make something out of this trip. It was so embarrassing. Like it was the most embarrassing <laughs> thing ever. I was so pissed at that. But then Danny and Sharon went still went to like live later on that day. I was like, no, I'm done for today. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my Dang. god. Dang. Oh. oh my gosh, that's really funny. Dang times. <laughs> Thank God for growth. <laughs> right, exactly. Now oh we can god. afford our own keys at the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Uh, should we get into uh the group chat? <laughs> yes. Ooh, let me grab my phone. Ooh, let me sit down for this one. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for the group chat. Under a rock or not on social media, Derek Jackson has really taken up the timeline. So basically, who what is happened- Derek Jackson, Danny? For huh? those who don't know, for those who don't know, who is Derek Jackson? Derek Jackson is a self-proclaimed relationship expert. <laughs> Over a million Ooh, hold on. healthy relationship expert. That's what he calls himself. That's self proclaimed Instagram. I had to go see for myself. Okay. Uh, <laughs> relationship. So yeah, he's one of those like self proclaimed health relation healthy relationship experts or whatever. And so, you know, he always be giving advice to women and things like that. Um, and so recently he was called he actually out. played his game on one of the episodes, I think. Yes, the the uh, fuckboy <laughs> flashcards. Um, I think Crystal, uh, one of our friends, Crystal, put me onto the games. I have like three of his games, so like I was rooting for you, bro. But whatever. <laughs> so um, he is a self-proclaimed relationship expert, and he got caught cheating on his wife. Okay. Now, not just. It's not just that he got caught cheating. It was like the way he came and delivered the message. And just like a plug, if you are a business, you need PR. Because the way that he did this was like, you are, you can't understand business. Like, it was just literally the worst way to roll out an apology, whatever. So basically, his wife and him came on. She had her helmet of salvation on. <laughs> when she when she stepped out, this man was gripping her hand for dear life and basically mm-hmm. admitting to sleeping with multiple women throughout their marriage. Okay. He it the I don't even know if I watched the full video because it was hard to watch. 
I mm-hmm. literally was, there was some, someone tweets, like literally someone was like, I would rather swallow melted glass <laughs> than to hold my husband's hand as he admits yep. to multiple infidelities throughout our whole entire marriage. Okay. And also like, and just, a, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, doesn't he, isn't he kind of known for like, going in on a lot of other famous men for cheating? Like, didn't he go after, like, John Gray and Kevin Hart and some of these other He's also known for going after women who stayed with their cheating husband, saying that they have low self-esteem, X, Y, and Z. There's a good sense came on there, and she was like, oh, Derek, I don't have time today. While you were trying to slander (laughs) my name, a few years ago saying I have low self-worth and et cetera. What about your wife, sir? It just gets better and better. And then what can we also just talk about like the hand holding in general? It like he was holding his wife's hand for like dear life, like super tight. And it looked really uncomfortable. And his wife literally was like not saying a word in a hat bonnet. Um <laughs> And it was and just very about it too. Like people were saying that, you know, his he came on looking presentable. He had his yes. wife on there not looking presentable. Looking presentable. And people were saying that he's a manipulator and did that so people could take the focus off of him and talk about yep. well, well, that's the reason he cheated was because his wife looks like that. Versus like mm-hmm. if his wife were to mm-hmm. come on looking bad or whatever, they would have been like, That man is crazy, blah, blah. But since she came on literally looking like she rolled out of bed. Yep. Like it, like 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 she rolled out of bed to for him to admit cheating on her. It was like he was making. It was like, and and that's what the topic was around the way his wife mm-hmm. looked versus how he cheated. And he we were like he did that intentionally. intentionally. Like, he, like he wanted to embarrass her further. further. Yeah. And so that like she can't. And the, but the thing is, she kept. They kept making videos, and it just kept getting worse and worse worse. and worse. And he made like a response to his own cheating announcement video. It was very cringy. I couldn't even even watch the whole thing. I think that is that where he was talking in third person. Yeah. Yeah. He like needs someone saying like he like like people are saying that being a a narcissist like what he is is like an actual like mental disorder because he could not have been fucking serious like he, <laughs> i feel like we need to like enter a clip from that fucking video <laughs> I, he will, I will try to do so but, was literally but, like you know you know i saw Derek jackson go on live and you know i know that he you know t- took a- accountability for himself which i really respect like nigga i mean like got that that's <laughs> you like what are you talking about like I can't understand why you thought like who does that like yeah. and also like I was um I was talking to my boyfriend and to um my guy friend um and they were like it sounds like he was like bragging like in his video too like he wasn't even trying to come off as sincere he was like trying to i've been with all these girls and this and yeah. that and this and that and i'm like that's really interesting how like i have there was two male perspectives and they both said the same thing which shows yeah. you that he was indeed bragging on himself I, I think he, he didn't sound like like that he 
you know, was honest and came forward. Like he was like, I should get a gold medal. But it's like, you only came forward because you got caught. Like, it's yeah. not like you came forward on your own or whatever. He was like, you know, because he even said, you know, I really think it's respectable that the guy, you know, didn't try to blame anybody else. Well, who else is there to blame? Like, <laughs> was that you cheating? And a lot of people too said, like, you embarrassed your wife on your own. So don't bring your wife into trying to reclaim your brand because right now he's a part of this narrative like if you mess up your brand on your own then you need to bring it back on your own and stop involving her because you mm-hmm. know she's just getting shame like literally yeah. like but he yeah. never and and th- that in itself oh, he never ever posted anything about his wife or his children like you for all you know, you you might he he could have been easily a single bachelor. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we we wouldn't have known. So now because now you got caught cheating, now you want to bring your wife looking like she just rolled out of bed for like the whole world to see. That was messed up. Yeah, the saddest part I think is that <clears throat> I feel like she's getting dragged more than he is really. Like all the posts that I see is you know of the a lot of the stuff that she's saying like you know the helmet of salvation like I saw one the other day my homeboy posted which was really funny but it was messed up he was like I would cheat on my wife too with her out here looking like one of the temptations like I died but I saw like, that like like it's just yeah. you know it's so wrong and what I was actually talking to one of my homeboys when this whole thing happened and he was just like I don't understand why everybody is getting on Derek and his wife like I applaud his wife for like sticking by her husband and he was like I think that the way that he's responding is brilliant and I was like see <laughs> was this your fr- was this your one friend <laughs> no I don't talk to him anymore bro he's like a whole okay like yeah, you told yeah you told me that, but I didn't know if you had reconciled. So no, no it's okay. I, I think too, like the, it it goes into the way men were raised about this like toxic max- masculinity and the way that women are supposed to be ride or dies. Like even with the Lori Harvey thing, like what Boosie had basically saying that like you know Boosie made a video talking about how why is Lori Harvey praised by jumping from man to man? Like what about the woman who stood by, by their man? Like, why would we praise somebody for standing by their man? Like, it's just like, I don't understand, like, why they think that we're just supposed to sit and let the man do whatever. And and, and we should get a badge of honor for staying. Like, that just doesn't think that Derek would be coming on video with her talking about I slept with X, Y, and Z. (laughs) I think not. Right. Right. Boosie was on a uh, that thing with Justin LeBoy, the guy from Respectfully. <clears throat> and he also said, like, about the Lori Harvey thing. He's like, you know, I'd have fun with her. But he's like, he made an analogy about her saying, like, you know, she had multiple owners. Right. If a car had like eight owners, I wouldn't treat I wouldn't treat it the same. Like if it had one. But I'm like, you owners. Right? dozens, trillions of owners. So you're saying that <laughs> if roles were reversed, that somebody shouldn't treat you the same. Like don't do that double standard where it's like, oh, yeah. if been with eight men, then that means that she's less of value. Like that made no sense to me. Like I didn't get it. I was like, yeah. that's just 
maybe and, not one. And, and like, I know, I feel like Lori Harvey is another topic, but it's like men who would never have a chance with Lori Harvey are speaking on her. Right. Like, Lucy, like, let's be fucking real. Like, <laughs> right. you wouldn't even breathe the same air as Lori. Like, but you want to comment on her. And it's a lot of like men like who are shaming Lori, and I'm like, bro, you would never be with a Lori in your entire life. Like, stop speaking. Like, like, you in the lakes that you are used to. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't really understand the mindset. Like, how I don't get how a man can be with so many women and they are still quote unquote high value. But then when a woman is with so many men, she loses her value. I really don't understand that concept. And it's and all I, was just dating people. Like she like we date right. people all the time. We're just not in right. he's just dating up. You know what I'm right. saying? Like we date mm-hmm. you know, regular people. Like she's dating like you know? Right. And it's also too like people that like actually claim her and post her. It's not like she's <laughs> like some thought that like they don't, you know, like she like she was one of the first girls that future posted. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. y'all or and Trey Songs or whoever, but it's like y'all wanna act like she's like some like low of the grade. I'm like, bro, she was actually in relationships and dated these people and it didn't work out and she moved on. So right. like it just doesn't make any sense for for people to like say like we praise Lori Harvey like fuck yeah I praise Lori Harvey like for having men claim her post her spend money on her do all this stuff like they it's not like she was known for like getting treated poorly like she was known for getting trips for Jamaica or all this other stuff and like actually being claimed and being respected it's not like a woman that was you know like a stripper or whatever like she was like she doesn't speak on issues like she's not in drama like she mm-hmm. just does her so it's like but i'm like but, yeah. but y'all praise future like but <laughs> what you say? So basically basically like if for a woman to like value herself so so much and to leave a tough situation like that's that is intimidating to men so men will twist that and then downgrade it but then if a woman stays with a cheating man and I, you know, this is no judgment because I am raising my hand, been there, done that. Um, but if a woman stays with a cheating man, like then they, because they're so insecure about it, they will praise that woman for staying and downgrade a woman for leaving. Just like Saweetie and Quavo. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Like, so much happens. It's like in the right, right, exactly. And all men are saying she's further street because she laughs. Wow. Like, that I did like. We, they're saying they basically they're upset how much Quavo spent on her. Like he bought her a Bentley Hill, all this stuff. But I'm but but like she he said in her tweet, like, he took it back, Danny. Huh? He took it he back. Took the Bentley back. Oh, yeah. There was, well, at least I don't, I don't know if that's, fa- I don't know if that's facts, but there was an article saying that he took the Bentley back. Well, yeah, like he's obviously they're saying he spent like millions on her, right? And but so he, they he were saying that he cheated. He was consistent yeah, on her. And 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 she had said in her tweet that like all the gifts in the world can't replace intimacy if it's given to other women, and mm-hmm. like it's not like she, you know. Sweetie can obviously get whoever she wants. You know what I'm saying? If she's the one committed 
and you're out doing atrocities, but when she wants to leave, she's for, for the streets because he spent X amount of money on her and because he spent X amount of money on her, he's, she's supposed to stay. Like, it's really like a sickness of men of how they view women and how we're supposed to act in accordance mm-hmm. to whatever the fuck that they want to do. Like, right. it's like, it's really honestly wild. Like, and this like new, like toxic generation, it's just like no one, but then they call like the Russell Westbrooks like corny. Like he gets called corny all the time. Russell like, Wilson? Oh, Russell Westbrook yeah, Russell Westbrook is also a good man though. He has, you know, a black wife. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> I don't okay. Russell Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he he gets called corny all the time by men because he's like faithful and like, you know, doing what he wants to do. But like future is cool. It's just it's weird. Yeah. The thing is about that whole situation with the wife thing, if she wanted to stay with her husband after knowing that he cheated or whatever. Fine. Do what you want to do. It's none of my business. But the fact that she got, first of all, he's been hiding me for all these years. And you wanted to take this moment to be safe mm-hmm. with everyone and holding his hand and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, sis, that's not it. Mm-hmm. You know, but the more that we're finding out about her, it's just, you know, she obviously, she needs to go to therapy. There's some things that are not, you know, clicking with her. But it's sad that she's being dragged. You know, he he was hiding her. He was hiding her from the world, you know, not hiding the world from, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But then right. but Allie, yeah. he's just getting slandered. You know, he, he wasn't protecting her, you know, at all. He was, but I was in the comments like laughing about people coming for her little bonnet. Yeah. Right. And then, and also, then oh, go ahead, Kamara. Go ahead. You can go ahead. I was saying it also came out that he was recording those videos bashing men or giving his relationship advice in front of his side chick's house. Like, how? Oh, like, literally, like, she had, like, she was on air with some blogger, like, Shane, like, the house with the ridges or whatever. Like that's that's my house. Like you literally <laughs> went to go cheat, hopped in your vehicle and made a video about right. what needs to be and things like how like he literally is like psychotic. Like that is just so insane to me. And then it's like too, like you said, like his wife his wife's profile should like be on private. Like she like I, I remember like back a lot of wives like Vanessa Bryan or you know Drake's baby mom, when things happen, they take their stuff on private. Like they don't want people things that but it's like I don't know if he's in it's just it's really weird. Like the video with the with, with the saxophone and the breastplate of salvation. I mean, I was like, girl, what is going on? <laughs> I missed I think I missed that video because I, I, I honestly was so tired of her because Every all of her videos were about like I love the Lord, I love God, but like it was just too draining because she kept making the emphasis on on God and not her like cheating ass husband, and yeah. it was just it, it it was just too much for me. So I I, yes. I couldn't even watch everything. But what was this video? She well, made I, just a video. Say, I just don't think the relation. I think moving forward, the relationship isn't going to work anyway. You can clearly see, if you look back at both of their profiles, when they got together, they were both at a different place than where they are now. And I don't know if it's growth on what end or or what, but 
just in general, I think he is a manipulator and I think he's going to take yeah. advantage of the situation like he can with okay. her and use her. And then the relationship is going to be over. Like, well, he's still, you know, he, um, he still has a mistress and, and she, he gave her a gag order when this all went down. So wait, yeah, so he's still, that. so this isn't like the cheating is over. This is like, he's no, still, like, literally the cheating like two, is still happening. Two weeks ago, there was texts from him and his mistress. So that's what I'm saying. Like he, he, like where it's said, like he doesn't want to be with her. Like they said, they're in two different places. He just needs her for, for his brand. And I think right. that's too, like, he's manipulating her with God. Like, you know, people are, were trying to blame religion right. for this, but it's like, God does not make you, I know, you know, Christians are supposed to be forgiving, but God does not put you in situations to stay in, in misery. Bondage, essentially, is what she's doing. That is not, that is not religion. That is not God. Like, she's- That's a cult. Exactly. That's a cult. And I, I think, you know, people are like bash have been bashing religion and like, and that's not religion. That's what people don't go to church and things like that. But if you actually know God and have a like real and understand, you know, principles that your man, like if, if he breaks, you know, your marriage multiple times, that is, that is not, he's not being a go- godly man. So right. why do you have to stay here and be a godly wife and endure? Like God does not put you through things to endure pain and he, humiliation like right God mm-hmm. has a very description on what love is and that is mm-hmm. not love so it's mm-hmm. like you talking about you know you see a, a hat bonnet i see the helmet like no 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 honey like you <laughs> wait what did she see a therapy she was sitting in front of the saxophone and something else and she had on that same bonnet and she said <laughs> and she was wearing like an army like army pot t-shirt really not that it matters you know but like it it matters but she was wearing like that black bonnet and an army t-shirt and she was like you see a bonnet i see the helmet of salvation you see an (laughs) army shirt i see the breastplate of righteousness or whatever it was (laughs) it was just a mess and it's (laughs) As a Christian, I was like, somebody has to stop this. <laughs> Where are her prayer partners to pull her aside and say this? Who the spirit says free is free indeed. God does not have you in this mess trying to stick up for this man who clearly does not care about you. And once you out here looking crazy, I really hadn't thought about like him manipulating the situation to sort of like make it seem like, see, this is why I cheated. She's nuts and she can't dress. But like it's really coming together, looking like mm-hmm. that at this point. Yeah, for him to be a relationship expert, or you know, so-called relationship expert, I think we were talking about this. Like the least you would do is like have your wife looking happy. Like she mm-hmm. looked like she was there against her will, and I think there were like <laughs> blink twice, memes. blink twice. <laughs> you need help. People were, right, people were acting like he probably told her before the video, like, okay, just like we practice, like. <laughs> Like, shouldn't she be getting some joy out of being married to you if you're this, like, healthy relationship expert? And I I think, too, like, that's the difference between him and, like, John Gray. I don't know if you guys know who John Gray is. He's, like, a millennial pastor. He's, like, you know, I would kind of say a Mike Todd or whatever. And he got caught cheating on his wife. But his wife is, like, his wife knows luxury. Like, his wife drives the night, like, you know, 
it's like it was almost like you it, it was almost like for Derek Jackson like you literally don't let your wife like you don't care about your wife at any point in any aspect like you mm-hmm. you don't care that she looks good you don't care that she feels good you don't care that mm-hmm. she you know it has you know John Gray's wife like I am not saying you know it's huge but his wife is like, like his she, she drives luck she looks she has her own brand mm-hmm. like she and I think that's how they were able to come back in a way because like it looks like he you know really still took care of his wife yeah. and then I guess and Derek literally looks like his wife someone said it looks like his wife had got done uh washing the cars before he came on this mm-hmm. like right. it, like right. it literally looks like it it just it just like it's just crazy to me like I, I, let's just say like before I just also want to like like clarify we're not saying the what the way she dresses is the reason why he cheated like he he cheated he cheated because of his own selfish gains but it's just that she did not look the part that she should have looked in this situation whether he had cheated or not like right he whether he, like he cares right. about her exactly. Exactly. exactly 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 whether he cheated or let's, not let's dive into that though because wait wait can i say something just really about her appearance though like i just don't think i don't think this was like a front for the camera like i said again like if you look at her and her past like this is just who she is luxury yeah. or exactly. not like, but she, she has some she has her. some cute she has some pretty pictures that's not her to get all dolled up and to be but why like, is it not her though yeah. is it because if it's because he's he's preventing her from being that way or that is or is that truly her I mean, that's her if you look at them in their in the past that is just her and i think that she just hasn't changed i think she's just stayed where she is and i think that's where they're dividing is that yeah. she isn't she isn't taking the luxury route. She's staying in the lane of where she wants to be because that's where she's comfortable. And I think that has to be a discussion. Like, it's okay if your yeah. man or your woman goes on a different route and are you still willing to be with that person in the relationship, although they're not willing to be but, but that all day, but, every day. But and something she did say on one of her posts is that, you know, she had made, she had made a post about, like, well, how how do you feel that you date this, you know, this, whatever Derek Jackson is? Like, how do you feel about that? And she was saying that like, she was very, she's been depressed for like a decade because she's always come, like she would look at the people who commented on her. Like she would compare herself to vers- like for style, hair and makeup and stuff and want to be them. But like, I, I don't, I forgot what, but she would, would like want to be them. And so it's like, well, if you if you were jealous if you were jealous and had all these insecurities about the way you look or just blah, blah blah, then it's like, well, why did you not take the steps? I don't know. Like, you know, I just feel like that. I feel like that was like weird to say if you're comfortable, or whatever, because she said she literally for like a decade has faced insecurities and demons because of the girls that he that that will comment on him, the girls that you know he might have to speak with or whatever. Like she. She has like really deep insecurities on that, and I'm just like, well, if one, of, if that's one of the things, and that's something, if you want to improve your style, like your husband is making a bang, you could go to your husband and be like, you know, I feel insecure about my style here. Like, 
you know, can, can you help me in this? And so it's like, you see her battling her demons and stuff on social about it. Some things that your husband can't help because you know, when, when you look good, you feel good. And that's just, that's just facts for women. You know what I'm saying? It's also very interesting too, that, you know, for me, like any insecurity that I've ever had, I've overcome that for me personally with my religion. Like I am validated because God validates me because God says I'm worth it. So it's really, it was also interesting to hear her validate everything else through God, but you can't validate yourself through God. You know what I'm saying? So, and everything is always a process, right? Like we all have insecurities, but I just feel like, I don't know. It's one, it's weird, but two, to piggyback off of what Bria was saying, I, I I agree. I think that he's only staying with her for his brand. And I think that they got together when they were young and he's, you know, uh, really evolved and made something of himself and she hasn't. And so what do you do when, you know, you start dividing? The, the healthy thing to do for him would have been to say, you know what, this isn't working out for me anymore. This is what needs to happen. You need to kind of start doing something with yourself like there are other women who are married to you know someone who is a provider like lebron james you know lebron james wife you know aisha curry and they're all doing things with themselves to like kind of still keep up but she's just not doing anything and so you know it's not a reason for him to cheat obviously but you have to be attracted to your man like my man is going to still need to be attracted to me and she's going to need to be attracted to her man. And if the attraction isn't there and something isn't working, of course he's going to step out. It doesn't make it right. You know, if he's a healthy relationship guru, he should have, like Danielle said, guided her, you know, or say like, hey, this is what I need so that I can be fulfilled in our relationship instead of stepping out. And if she couldn't do that, then he should just let her go, you know? So it is an interesting topic when we get into, well, you know, it doesn't matter how you look or whatever. It kind of does. Like, you have to have that attraction. You know, it's not a stereotypical beauty or whatever, but it's what looks good to your husband or what looks good to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to keep yourself up in your relationship. Nobody wants a dusty, crusty person. Not saying that she was dusty mm-hmm. and crusty, but she did come on camera looking askew. You know, she's <laughs> on camera not looking right. And it's really sad to see. And and I but I think that's too, still not like, an excuse to cheat though. Yeah, it, 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 yeah and I, I think the point is that he should have left because like Bria yeah. said, that's who he that's who she is. And if that's not what he wants, because I guarantee if you see the pictures of who the girls, they gonna be, you know, whatever, he should have left. And I think too, like it doesn't make sense for him to try to fix it and stay because that's clearly not who he wants. Because he's going to continue to cheat. That 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 man is not going to stop. Like yeah. he's not going to stop. Also, and so it, it's like, I know. I feel like it would almost be better for your brand to just step away and, yeah. and to let her go. Because instead of trying to sell a book on how me and my wife reconciled, like he mm. literally after it was like, you can you can click the link in my bio to read about like, it. Oh no. Wife, oh no. Reconcile our relationship. Like you just right. need to let her go. Because you could that's clearly not what you want. Like Tiana said, you clearly there's something, there's some disconnect, and that's fine. Mm. But trying to 
say for your business, like your your business is is gone. Like it's gone. <laughs> but so, I also think I also think too, like I, I totally agree. Like, yeah, if if your you know, spouse or partner or whatever is like likes you a certain way and like that's not you, like it's unfair of you to kind of like keep them, you know insecure because like they're not you know living up to your standard or whatever but i also think like even on a personality level like if she was depressed about all of the people he was interacting with and like the level of fame that he had ascended to and that's like not her then i think like more than just looks like i think personality wise if she like gets anxious about being in the spotlight or if and and that's not something that they could sort of like come together on because you know maybe she didn't want you know when we're saying like well he never showed his wife like maybe she never wanted to be shown i don't know but like i still think it's also un it looks like an unhealthy relationship if like him being famous is causing her so much like grief and anxiety and depression and he's just like holding her hand you know for dear life to like keep her as like this like piece of evidence that he knows like how to be in a marriage so it's like more than just the physical like if their personalities don't gel anymore if he mm -hmm. loves the spotlight and she hates it like it's also unhealthy for her to have to like be depressed over the mm -hmm. people he's interacting with like that's another that's enough of a reason right there to say like we probably shouldn't be together because i'm only going to continue to you know attain more fame and celebrity and have more fine women you know like asking me for relationship advice if that's not something that works for you and that's not something i'm willing to compromise on why are we together like i just think the whole thing is really strange and yeah i don't know mm -hmm. yeah because it's like why can't you guys just i get for your business but it like at some this point like, in the <laughs> that's what i'm saying and it's like too like you said like when she like literally her page is actually like really kind of like sad like if you read her captions mm -hmm. Like you said, like, and, and she had described him as like an impeccable specimen of, of a man, like described him like, <laughs> you know, this fine, glorious, blah, blah. And it's like, mm -hmm. maybe she thinks that's the best she can do. But like you, like, you know, the way she was describing him, like I, it was just a weird way to describe your man, like an impeccable specimen of a human, this glory, like he's yeah. not God, like he's and just- also also, sorry, really quick. Also, it sounds like he's not doing a lot of like gassing her up because if you think about like, I think Aisha Curry had said at one point that like after she had, you know, three kids, like she felt and she was, you know, I think 30 or whatever, and she felt really insecure. I don't think anybody has ever had any doubts that like Steph Curry was attracted to Aisha, right? Like, I think like all of the, you know, Russell Wilson, talks about Sierra, like the sun and moon shine out of her behind. Like clearly he's not doing something if she's feeling so like insecure and yeah. he's not doing anything to help with that. Like, mm -hmm. and maybe he doesn't feel it, which is like, you know, within his right. But it's like, it's normal, I think, to have maybe some insecurities if your husband is this like, you know, what she thinks he is. But like, if he's not doing anything to help with that, then it's like, he, he maybe he gets some enjoyment out of like, even my wife, you know, doesn't feel like she's on my level. I don't really know. He's yeah, a nice he does. Person, like, he does for he absolutely does. He likes that his wife looks homely and stays and takes care of the kids while he can go and cheat and do whatever else he's doing. Like he likes that. Like again, he was bragging on himself with that initial video. He enjoys 
his wife looking like that because a man who a man who cheats doesn't doesn't want his wife to cheat right and that's why like in you know with Smokey and with Michael Todd like when they um talk about relationships that's why it's so your singleness stage is so important because if you are not whole before you come together with someone else you're going you know your 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 security of yourself your validation of yourself is going to be based off of that your partner and so that's one of the things that like they really touch on i think that you know in our generation you know you know there's so much pressure on women to you know you have to you need to be this you need to be this like you need to be in a relationship, et cetera. Like, no, the real thing is you need to be so secure with yourself that if someone walks away from you or if someone says something to you that you are so secure in yourself that you know who you are and you have, you have your validation comes from within, you know? And I think that that's the issue with a lot of these things that we see because her validation, she can't, she is unable to validate herself. She is unable to, without, you know, without him. Yeah. yeah, without him. And so, of course, she's going to stay. And I've seen that in some of my friends' relationships, too. Like, you know, they stay for the craziest reasons, but it's because they're, the ins- they're not whole as a person. And so, you know, Michael Todd and his relationship thing, he talks about you having to be a whole person. You have to be secure. You have to know what your standards are. You need to know how you should be treated. And if you don't have that, before someone else comes in, you're going to be dependent on that person for all of those things. And that's when we get into these situations because, I mean, literally, I literally cannot, it's, it's, it's crazy to me to think that she would come on national world, okay, like the world, and valid, and, and stand by her husband saying, like, while he's saying that he cheated on her. Like, if you want to stay, stay, but you're not going to get me on TV holding your hand while you talking about how many times you cheated on me. Not ever. Period. And for me, this, this is the whole selling point here. Like, say all of this is true about her and she's been depressed for decades. Like, this is how she turned the situation around and leaves him and gets herself back together and shuts his ass completely down because it's like, okay, I was with this toxic man in this toxic relationship and see how I've evolved and found myself again and have grown up on my own without him. Like, I don't know who her friends are, but I just feel like if they just told her that, if they sat down and had this conversation with her about how she could completely turn her life around and leave him in the dust, that we'd be talking about something different right now because she has a lot of opportunity for growth and nobody's capitalizing on it but him. (laughs) Right. And that's the thing too, though, that like sometimes even, even when you're in a situation, I mean, we've all been in like bad situations where, you know, we probably were like insecure and we were with someone that, you know, didn't deserve us or whatever. But sometimes you have to like learn for yourself. Like she could have friends telling her like, you know, you deserve better X, Y, and Z, but if she doesn't see it for herself, then, you know. And it's also like, don't you watch his videos? (laughs) (laughs) About it. Like, it's like, how you gonna have such a fucked up relationship and this is the opposite of like don't you do 
what you said like what do you like i didn't that's the whole thing about it like it's not like this is a regular man this is a relationship expert he, like how do you how how do right, you both, how do both of y'all not take your own advice like neither one of y'all be listening to the shit you say right. maybe editing the videos like oh that's a good point right <laughs> Like y'all like, both just be just I don't understand. Like you can't. Um, like, it's just crazy. It's wild. Brittany and Jackie, y'all been like pretty quiet. Do y'all have anything to add? Um. Yeah. I, yeah. Jackie's gone, but I think um one thing, oh. one thing I wanted to add is is actually I think it's actually in contradiction, Deanna, to what you said. I think one thing I'm. Also, I'm not a fan of Mike Todd. I know you guys probably are like, Ugh. he does. He's what? Uh, he's homophobic, so I'm not. Oh. So is he? Um, you can look. You can look it up. Um, oh. But it's neither here nor there. But um, one thing that is that he does say that I don't really agree with, and maybe this is just through therapy. It's like, okay, you do have to come in as a whole person, a relationship, right, and know your boundaries and everything. But I think you need to go through multiple relationships to have the examples to learn what that is, right? Because I think it's easy to say, oh, I'm not going to take this or I'm not going to take that when I get into a relationship. And then you get in it. And then now since your heart is in it, your logic is gone, right? It's just like, oh, yeah, he cheated on me, but blah, 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 but I did this or blah, 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 right? It's like, I think things start to shift. So I feel like, you know, you're never going to be, I feel like that at your hundred percent, but you got to try to put your best foot forward. Right. And you got to only learn through example, which I feel like is relationship, but you hope that you put your happiness first and don't you don't sabotage yourself. Right. Cause I think, I mean, I'm only from experience. Right. I think I've had a lot of relationships where people have crossed my boundaries and it took those relationships for me to find out like, Oh, this is what you're trying to cross. No, you can't do that. But before mm -hmm. I was like, oh, right. From the outside looking in on anybody's situation, I'm like, oh, you shouldn't do that, right? If Bria came to me today about something about Tyler and said something, I'd be like, oh, no, you should definitely leave. You can't do that. But if I was in the situation, it's different because it's my mm -hmm. relationship. So I think that's the part where it's just like, it's so easy to preach about things, right? And talk about it until you're in it. And I feel like that's what the Derek Jackson thing also goes back to, right? It's like, he can easily be like, oh, this woman needs to leave or this man is blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. Like, anybody can have opinions and tell you what to do until it's yours right mm -hmm. just like how um i think they talked about waka flaka and his stepdaughter charlie coming out liking women and um he talked about zaya wade right and saying like oh mm -hmm. you, can't, you can't do that to your child but now people are saying oh when it's your child it's okay right things start to change when it's yours I'm not trying to hinder somebody's growth right it's okay to have one opinion and change um but I think everything is just changed when it's yourself, when it's directly affected yeah. to you, like everything is like off the table and it changes. But I think we're ever evolving. That that's really right. So yeah. right. And to your point, like I like I said, like I I get when women say when women go back because you know, I've been there too many times, you know, to count, like with exes. I get that. I think the issue is with, with her, like I, I don't I don't think she's she's happy. And I mean, and granted, this is from the outside looking in and just from like our, you know, analysis, because again, we don't even know her. But she doesn't she doesn't seem happy. She's and it seems like he is very manipulative. And so 
if that's the situation, if that's the case, then you should definitely leave some up something if your mental health is not up to par. Um, that's that's my two cents on it. Yeah, I agree. Well, y'all, I think that's, that's <laughs> so many things to unpack, um, but yeah. But um, and again, and also we'll say one more thing. Uh, but that of course is easier said than done. So on that note, I think we should move on to pour it up. Pour it up, pour it up. That's how we fall out. Oh, great! Because this is a perfect segue um into some more foolishness. <laughs> Wait, is Jackie not on still? Did she dip? She dipped. She said she had a call. Oh, okay. I'll do. Does anybody else watch the show, or should I just like what show? Talk about something else. Married at first sight. No, but just just explain us the situation. I'm sure. Yeah, I've I watch it. Oh, okay, good, good, because I have so many opinions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess we can start talking about we can talk about that, and then um, the other like friend thing, the like group trip that topic. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> All right, I'll kick it off. <laughs> so, y'all, <laughs> I have been watching this show um, called Married at First Sight. And uh, the most recent season, it's done by the same production company that does uh, Love is Blind. So, you know, it's like these like crazy sort of like extreme dating shows. Mm-hmm. Um, for anybody who doesn't watch it, the premise is that they take two people who are, uh, it's really a lot like Love is Blind, but they take two people who've never met and they like set them up to get legally married. The first time that they ever see each other is literally like when the bride is walking down the aisle and the they have, I can't remember how long, but they have a certain amount of time. Like they get legally married, they move in together and they have, I think like six or eight weeks or something to like try and make the marriage work. And then at the end, there's this like decision day where they have to decide if they want to stay married or get legally divorced. Um, so that's the premise of the show. Danny and Deanna's faces are killing me. <laughs> They're not with it at all. I've heard the name of the show, but I've never like watched it or like knew the concept, but that is fucking I, and I don't I don't watch it, but I know the concept. Actually, my cousin Shay's friend was on it. Like, oh, really? why would people do that? Yeah. I guess it's like stay they they've been going um, on for a long time, so I guess it's popular. But it I just was, uh, I met him one time. Uh, uh, let me text her. Oh, to see if they stayed married. <laughs> yeah, but I forget his name. Like I met him one time, and mm. um, and I think she tried to like hit him up about like, cause like when she saw the previews. She like hit him up, but like he never replied. I guess it's like a, and he probably has like an NDA that he couldn't like, you know, speak mm. on it until it aired. He's not on this most recent season, is he? Uh, I think it was maybe last season. Is his name Chris? Possibly. Is his name Chris? I don't know. I'm, I'm texting Shay. Okay, because if it's Chris, uh, I'm about to go in on him. Okay. Well, anyway, so uh, so anyway, so while we wait for you know more details about who Shay's <laughs> friend is, basically this season has a lot of people um, upset because uh, there's one couple in particular. It's a guy named it's there are two black 
couples on this season. And one of them is uh, a guy named Chris, who's originally from Chicago, but lives in Atlanta. And he's married to a girl named Paige, who I guess is from Atlanta. And um, they're supposed to be like very religious and like they bring up like God and prayer and like, He's done a lot of stuff on the show. Like, I think even from like the moment he saw her, he said like he really wasn't attracted to her. But then like at the wedding, he was saying all this stuff like to her friends, like, oh, she's not like anyone that I would typically date. She, you know, I like trophy wives and she's not a trophy wife to me. And, but then they ended up like smashing like night one and like morning one and night two, and I think like have smashed throughout the process. Um, but he's basically told her a few times, like in a few different ways that he's not really attracted to her. He also yeah. supposedly has like an ex fiance that is pregnant with his child. And so he's been like going back and forth saying like, he thinks they're gonna get back together. And then he wants to like make it work with her. I think he like bought the ex fiance a car and like didn't tell her until after the car was purchased. He brought he oh, bought her, no. and I quote, a brand new Benz um, oh, because no. he wouldn't want the mother of his child to be right. He said something like, if she's carrying my prince or princess, she needs to be riding in a chariot or something silly. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a mess. But he also similarly, I think to like Derrick Jackson, he'll bring in like, cause I think she's very religious. So he'll bring up like religion a lot and like, oh, we should do a Bible study while he's like dogging her and like all this dumb stuff. And I think she's falling for it. And it makes me want to like throw something at the TV. Wow. That is <laughs> my God. Yeah, that's, first of all, the whole concept of you, first of all, my wedding is going to need to be, you know, and so for you to sign up, you just need to marry some stranger is wild like you know a crackhead could show up and that's gonna be your husband you know what I mean like that's nuts um but that just goes back to what I'm talking about like at this point like you know I think to to uh piggyback off of what Brittany was saying like I think when Michael Todd was talking about singleness it was like before you were married so like I've been mm. in relationships where somebody has said some crazy things to me and I just let it roll off. But like me now, sir, who, who are you talking to? You know what I'm saying? But like, you have to be securing yourself to like, no, like, nah, like you're not, you, you're not going to talk to me like that. But like maybe a few years ago, I let someone say things like that to me, you know, but that's, that's wild. Wait, can, can I see what these people look like? Oh, I can try and find a picture. Yeah, can you send a picture? Oh, I don't um, think I've actually seen this show. I've seen one on Netflix that was, I think, maybe similar. I don't think I've seen this one. Uh, you saw, <laughs> you, are you talking about Love is Blind, Britt? Not, may, there was one, it was their wedding day, too. It was a couple, because one of the couples, a guy came out that he was bisexual or something. Yeah, that was Love yes, is Blind. Yeah, that was Love is Blind. It's the same company that does both of them. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find a picture. I'll send it to so, you all. Wait, so did they stay married or is the season still going? The season's still going. So they still have like more time to decide if they want to stay married. And I want to say like a couple of episodes ago, 
so like they take they send them on a honeymoon to vegas they like they fought basically or i wouldn't say they fought he fought with other people about how he was treating her the entirety of the honeymoon basically so oh, then they fly them fighting with like because some of the other women were kind of like sticking up for her like we're so sorry you had to go through this like girl you stronger than me like all this kind of stuff and he didn't like that so he was like arguing with the other cast members and oh, then, so, so it's like multiple married couples it's kind of like the same yeah. premise of is blind they do things to, together yeah oh, yeah so, so it's like five couples i think which which okay. season is i think i've seen season nine with the black couple the two black couples yes that's them diana has a big dress that's she's Chris really pretty i can't wait can, can you send that to um the yeah because he's he's about, he's about a six or i seven. saw this one he got a this one. okay yeah that was a different one i think oh, i think that's what i saw too Brittany. yeah this season my is, whole thing is this my whole thing is um why would you get like be trying to get married at first sight when your ex fiance is pregnant? Like, oh, he didn't know. He didn't know that his ex fiance was uh, pregnant. But they did call out apply to it. But they um, because I think they like apply and know that they're going to be on the show like ahead of time. So mm-hmm. um, I'm assuming they knew like maybe you know a few months beforehand. Because when he, I think his ex-fiance supposedly called him like the day after the wedding or something and said that she was six weeks pregnant. And so they kind of like did the math and it was like, well, you knew you were coming on this show six weeks ago. That's his ex-fiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is she, <laughs> she, she is black. She's she go hold you. She, she is fine. Is she, is she, is she white? I think no, she's, she's black. Yes. Yeah, Ooh, what y'all talking about? Because oh, I saw the leave out. Uh, hey, Camille. You saw the leave out. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I know that 4C when I see it straight. It's a yeah. family reunion. Yeah. <laughs> y'all ain't recording Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, wait. Okay. So, are we done? Talk- oh, she is really pretty. His ex fiance. Yeah, she is. That's yeah. Funny. So I'm like trophy wife. Who are you pulling? But then I looked her up and I was like, oh well, okay. <laughs> What's his new wife look like? Oh, it's the one in the red. Yeah, she's a cute girl. I mean, they're both cute. Is it how uh, how tall is he? Probably sure. Oh, that's the other thing we didn't talk about with Derek Jackson. Derek Jackson is five foot six inches tall. No, he's not. And I. Supposedly, somebody should be there. Google that. Yeah, he's. He gives off a very five six energy, so I would not be surprised. <laughs> not a five six energy. <laughs> but I, yeah, no. Well, I, I'm saying different. I'm literally. I googled it. The first one says six feet five. No, the the second one says six feet two. The third <laughs> one says five five foot six. So literally, there's three different heights. He looks like he's tall, though. He's like a big, he looks like he's tall. I ain't gonna lie, Derek is fine. If I saw that man walking on the street, yes, he is. (laughs) That is a nice looking, yes, he is, girl. Y'all tripping. That man is fine. I think he's, I think Derek Jackson is good looking. I think he's good looking, but it's not like he would stop me in my tracks. He ain't all (laughs) (laughs) He ain't that fine. Right. He's cute, like, but he ain't that fine. 
Yeah, no. But um, but no, Chris on the show, I'd say like, like, this is a this is big, he's a big man. Like that's okay. Yeah, like, like what we not gonna do is this. We got to get a divorce. I'm gonna swoop in. Right. That's what I like. <laughs> what I like. No. No. Oh my gosh. But yeah, but anyway, so the show is nuts and but the reason that it connects to the Derek Jackson thing is because every time Chris does something like crazy, like I think at one point he like flat out told her like he still was in love with his ex fiance. He's also been engaged like multiple times. He get on the show then. I feel like they screen pretty well. Oh, yeah, if you don't put these photos up, oh, yeah. <laughs> look at oh, him. Right. You guys can't see, but she's showing us pictures of Derek Jackson trying to explain us that he's fine. <laughs> and that's why he stepped out. Now, Jackson, I feel like Married at First Sight is full of a whole bunch of little Derrick Jackson because they're all just on the show to yeah. be on a show and they're not, you know, they're not really trying to be married. I saw one season of it where there was this really tall guy and this shorter girl and yes! they got together and the whole time he he was leaving her. You could tell right off the bat. It was like a Derrick Jackson and his wife. They weren't meant to be yeah. together anymore. He was just Okay, now I have to watch this show. <laughs> the the most they ever would have done is sleep together which is what they did and then he left like he was yeah. never on the show he was always he gone the first night and then he was like all right bye gotta go play basketball <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait so wait so you can you can leave you don't have to stay the full time no, 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 no. you're not supposed to leave you're not supposed to stay together you're living together but like he wouldn't come home Look at that big old yeah, Diana. 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 Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, how do we kick Diana off? <laughs> you are She's the host, so we can't even kick her. It's right. this girl of pickums. <laughs> Get her out of here. He does not Get look like he's five six. He looks taller than five yeah, this six. Is big, this is a big he five, He might be, you know, six foot physically, but he's mentally. <laughs> I can't. Okay, and then um, we have one more thing. Cicely, you sent us a video. Oh yes. So so this there was this conversation on Twitter. I think on Friday. Um, basically, a girl posted a TikTok where she said, I think the caption was like, "When you go on a group trip and then you realize that you were only invited to keep the cost down." And she basically showed a video where um, like the, I think it was her and three other girls at a table and they're all like taking photos with like taking, you know, like group photos with each other. And she's like sitting at the table, just kind of like sitting there not being included. And so it sparked this whole discussion on social media of like, you know, one, is it like fake to invite somebody on a trip, you know, on a group trip if you're not, like friends with them and really just want to keep the cost down to like um i guess like 
people are saying that we don't know the full story. Like she might've been annoying and like, that's why they didn't want to hang out with her. And then I just figured I'd post to the group, like, have you ever had any like awkward moments on group trips that where it was like, you know, <laughs> some sort of like friendship issue oh, when we were on a group trip. <laughs> oh, happily. <laughs> oh, man. Just, just uh, once. <laughs> Coachella, one, two, three. <laughs> So we won't talk about that. So first question, do you oh sorry, go ahead, Brittany. I'll I'll just say like, you know, I've been on multiple group trips and I think the ones that I can talk about my <laughs> school child. Um I think it everybody's personality is different, right? And I think I can attest to like this, and I think you guys probably can too. If you combine all your groups of friends, right? everybody's personality is different, right? Not everybody can kumbaya. Not everybody even knows how to be cordial, right? A lot of people don't have that aspect. Um, they just don't know. And so for me, when I went on a trip to um, a place outside of the country in the Caribbean, it was like with like a group of 500 people. That might be different. Um, but one, one year it was like 70, the next year it was like 500. But you can tell like when some people brought their friends to stay in the room, but they never stayed in the room with their friends, if that makes sense. So it's like, I will go and meet up with a few people and I'm like, Oh, where's your friend? And they'll be like, Oh, I don't know. And I'm like, didn't you come here? And it's like their third year. And now this is your first year and you're just left in the room. I know sometimes some people don't need to be babysat or chaperone, but like sometimes if it's a, your first group trip, like that can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Right? Like literally we had, yacht parties we had these parties that went from like you know you had to catch the bus and if you didn't you were stuck at the hotel and these parties went from like 1 a.m to 8 in the morning like we watched the sunrise and it's, it's called juve but like we had a party all night so it's just like if you missed it and you don't know what to do you're stuck so it's just like there were a lot of times where it's like you know some people just got left because everybody's personality is different and to go back to the to the situation that kind of we all went through that one time it's like some personalities are like, all right, the group wants to leave at this time. This is what we want to do. Other people are like, I want to leave when I want to leave. I paid to come here. You know, it's my money, so I'm going to do what I want to do. But, like, I think it depends on the group and how you guys mesh, right? Because some people are like, for me, I'm an easygoing person. If somebody's like, all right, you need to get ready and be out by 8 and it's 730 and I just woke up, I'm like, shoot, I can take 30 minutes and, like, get ready, right? Like, I'm going to do it rather than just, like, taking an hour and letting everybody leave and I come separately. Um, but... I think everybody's different. And I think that's just the hardest part about groups. It's like, also when you go on the trip, something can piss somebody off or you can be around somebody for too long. And then it's just like, I don't know. There's a lot of factors. It's hard to travel with people. Yeah. I think, I think even like I've seen, um, like this, this was a different group and I was invited just to come kick with them. But like my homegirl, she had a group of her friends come down for her birthday and, you know, to Brittany's point, like, people are just different. Like, everybody isn't like that. I think most of us are, like, easygoing. You know, it just is what it is. You know, go with the flow type of people. But everybody is not like that. And so my homegirl, when she invited her group down, they was, they, at the end of the night, they ended up trying to fight my homegirl. And it was her birthday. So it was just, like, people just move differently. 
And I think that's why it's honestly a blessing that all of us are so cool if <laughs> we get along. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you have a big group of women, everybody it just they're just not like that. That's just not their personality. And so when I saw this video, it went, my first opinion was just like, oh, well, something's wrong with the girl. You know, it, when I first saw it, because I'm like, okay, if all of them are taking pictures and they didn't really want them to, they didn't really want her to come to dinner with them or whatever, she's probably been doing some Abby shit and they was just over it, you know, and she now, she posted a video making it look like, you know, it wasn't her, but like, it probably was her. That's, that's what I got from it. Yeah, I, I think it's weird to say you want to invite someone just to lower the cost. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm I like, think people do that girl. though. Well, well, I I feel like I would never invite. Like my piece is more important than like my pockets. I would say like I don't think I've ever been like, oh, I don't really fuck with her, but like let's let's invite her so I could save a hundred dollars on the house, like. So you you wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. But people are that trifling where they will do that. But so you would invite someone that you didn't like. That's the thing. Yeah, I I I I guess that's what it's like. Are they friends? Like I I yeah. guess for the background, close of friends. I guess. Well, the thing yeah, is, I think she um, said that. Sorry, really quick. I think she said that they were cool ahead of time maybe not like super close but like they were cool enough so i think maybe she thought like oh great you know we'll get closer on the trip or at least that's her side of the story <laughs> i have to watch the. i didn't watch the explanation videos i just saw the little thing i didn't have time i don't know what y'all talking about but okay somebody address it right like i feel like if there's an issue i feel like and i feel like we're all at this age now right like if you have an issue with somebody, right, we are grown. Like, and I, I take that back because I feel like people say grown at any age. But at the end of the day, <laughs> it's just like, if you have we an issue with that person, <laughs> if you have an issue, like, go up to that person. Instead of making that video and trying to victimize yourself, be like, yeah. hey, I feel like, be a little bit vulnerable. I feel out it right now. Or, like, I feel like y'all are leaving me out to dry. Or pull your friend that invites you on the trip and ask her about it. And don't make yourself, you know. Yeah. look like that but I feel like that's the way to solve problems in a group if you just like kind of go back and then now create drama and bad vibes in the house it's like now you're making a thing that didn't even have to be a whole thing if you just like stated yeah. how you felt at that time but I feel like a lot of people have a hard time being open honest and vulnerable shoot it took me a while to do that too and I feel like now it's just like because nobody I think you know nobody wants to it's like a fear of confrontation nobody wants to start a fight mm-hmm. right and everybody is not susceptible to somebody saying, hey, I feel like this and somebody's more reactive, right? Rather than being like, oh, I hear how you're saying. Some people are like, what the heck do you mean? Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's just like, doesn't have to be. You yeah. have to understand, you can't travel with everybody. I think that um, like, you know, luckily we're, I feel like we're all similar in pockets-ish. So it's like, <laughs> you know, we don't have to like worry about, you know, I've never, you know, things have never really been an issue for us because I feel like we're all like usually on the same page about like what, where we're going, you know, the clubs, whatever, you know what I'm saying? So I think you have to kind of like know your, your pockets. Cause like Sue, like, you know, sometimes when we're at eat or something out, like 
you know, I've seen people get into fights about, you know, versus if they, if you have to split the bill, you know, one way or whatever, versus like, if it's threat, you know what I'm saying? Like, but if you go in with somebody who like, can't, you know, and that's like, oh, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you just kind of gotta be like, with people who are like similar to you, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's like, the days of swiping A credit cards are over. We can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely think when I was younger, there were like some group trips that I went on where like, you know, at the end of the trip, everyone's kind of like, yeah, never again. <laughs> but and I think like, it's more about like people's travel styles. Like I think Deanna, you were or maybe it was Brittany, one of y'all were saying that like, if you're going on a trip with a bunch of people who are super flexible, it's going to be a great trip because like everybody's down for whatever. If I've been on trips before where like one person on the trip was vegan and one person on the trip only ate like steak and like French fries. And it was like, we are never going like this is not going to work. We're not or one person has to compromise every single time. And so it's just like if you can't if you're not a flexible person, like, you know, financially or like personality wise, maybe you just have to miss the trip. Like maybe you just. Your piece is just as important. You're going to spend the same amount. Like, you don't want to be spending your money hanging out with people you don't want to hang out with. So, like, if you know I don't gel with people, I don't vibe with these people, certainly do not, like, waste your money on a trip where you're not going to have a good time. But, yeah, now that we're older, I think, like, I couldn't do it. And that's the thing, too. I've been on a group trip of, of, of four. Oh, sorry, Deanna, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I was saying I've been on a group trip with four with four people. Two of them were my best friends. One of them was um, an acquaintance, um, but th- it was points in time during the trip where I felt like uh, one of my friends and the acquaintance was being like super super clicky, like and then leaving me and my other friend just by ourselves like we'll be at like a party and they wouldn't even tell us that they're going to the bathroom or the bar or like an, another area in the club for different scenery like like we would just up and be like well where'd they go and um and I think that's I think that's rude like if we all came together like you know inform us that you you are going someplace I mean, I get if it's like a humongous group, but like we were like a group of four people. So like, you know, she kind of let us know. And then like her excuse was like, well, she doesn't, she doesn't know y'all like that. But, but, and, and I'm like that, I don't really think that was really the case. I, I really thought that y'all were being clicky. Like, and in fact, I actually knew her before you even met her. <laughs> so, but they, but you know, they had become friends you know, or whatever the case may be. But yeah, I, I can definitely in that for that video, I can definitely see like those girls being clicky because why why wasn't she invited to like be in the picture um, yeah. with them? I think you also have to be I'll just say in common sense is not so common, right? Like how some people, I think this is more for me in college, but like some people would leave people at parties, right? At the end of the night, like people would drink and then they'd be like, oh, girl, I'm going to go with this guy or with this with this girl, blah, blah, blah. See you later, right? And then you would look at it and you'd be like, wait, that's not something you're supposed to do. Even if the person is intoxicated or not, if you came with somebody, right, 
you tell them you're leaving or or what they feel comfortable with or some people just dipped out and didn't say anything like I feel like some things when you travel are just like common sense right or like if you travel if you only have enough money to get there and you don't have any money to spend on the trip don't go on that trip (laughs) (laughs) so it's just like if you don't if you don't know how if you can't Venmo somebody on the trip or cash app something or different things if you're if you can't be flexible and you have a little like funds just don't do it don't even have the hassle for them and for you because then you're putting pressure on them to be like oh you guys can do it but i won't but now you're creating stress for other people right it's just like why did you come (laughs) (laughs) as Brittany was talking and it was like just don't do it and it was like the girl like saying like i ain't got the money to do it and then it's like her flash to her on a trip and then it's like do you have money for a venmo and then she looks at the camera she's like i did it he's <laughs> 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 like i did it and she's like no girl, don't have the <laughs> one of my friends said that he was in the airport i think coming back from atlanta and that there was like a whole big group of people who i guess were like trying to fly home to wherever they were like had flown to Atlanta from and that they missed their flight and so they were all like freaking out in the airport like we don't have enough money to like buy another flight and get home and blah 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 and it was just like yeah y'all probably shouldn't have come on this trip and like y'all was all at you wait, know wait, you were small or whatever like you should have <laughs> skipped the trip <laughs> Yeah, that if you if your trip is everything that you got in your bank account, now nah, that's just goofy. You deserve to be stuck. So you can sit down and have some time to think about your <laughs> Yeah, I don't get people go on trips with no money or when people go on trips to do the stuff we could have done at home. Like the whole point oh, of the yeah. trip is to do something different. I'm not about to uh-huh. be like McDonald's and and go to the <laughs> right. mall. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Come on, I'm with you. Like, no, I'm not going to know fucking. All in the fucking <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but that, right. That's exactly what you guys were talking about. Everybody's travel style is different, right? Even when I got into a relationship, like my girlfriend likes to travel somewhere and she'll watch Netflix in the hotel in another state, right? For me, but I'm more like, let me travel somewhere and I can jump off a cliff, right? And other people are like, wait, <laughs> like. You know, some people like I want to go to, go on the beach and relax, right? I think everybody's travel stuff is different. Like, and I with some of my friends, some of my friends want to take photos on the beach for four hours, and I'm like, look, I'll, <laughs> I'll do like a quick, maybe twenty minutes at most to get a nice flick off. But after that, I'd rather do the event, right? Like, yeah, a nice like, flick off. What's <laughs> the priorities? Like, some people want to look good, some people want the experience, some people want the thrill. Like, you just got to travel with the people who you gel with, and also you understand what they want. Because I feel like you could have different things, and like, shoot, you could sit out. Like for me, when I do thrill-seeking things, if we go somewhere and I'm like, okay, this one time I want to bungee jump, they'd be like, all right, well, you go do that on your own, and we'll see you when you get back. You know what I'm saying? Like, but people got to be okay with that because some people are like, I have to go by myself. Like blah 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 it's like uh i'm not making somebody go skydive or something with me right it's like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. all right so um <laughs> coming up on time so let's move along to the last segment girl do better for girl do better um I wanted to start it off talking about actually how the world can do better, right? And so a bunch of things that has been happening um, 
in the U.S. over, I mean, decades, but definitely over this past month is gun violence and the mass shootings that have been happening in the United States. I think, A, it's ridiculous, right, um, that people don't know how to deal with their anger or their anxiety or different problems, and, they, and it leads to gun violence. But the biggest, the another part that angers me is that, you know, the world is not doing better with coming up with these solutions to change it, right? The horrible part is people our age and generations younger than us think that this is normal now. They go to school and they they know now, like when we were younger, we used to have fire drill, um, you know, all those little type of like safety precautions. And now they have shooting precautions, right? If a shooter comes in, what happens? And to me, that is not okay. Um, so it's, you know, we see all this stuff on online. And I think the, the crazy part is we're like, oh, okay, cool. Like that, like, or not cool, but like, oh, we see this has happened. And then a week later, something else happens. And it, and it seems normal for us when it shouldn't be normal. So it's just, I think the world should do better in trying to figure out what the change is going to be, right? And there could be change happening, right, with the NRA, with gun control. I know there are people trying to pass laws, but I think when it comes down even to like small communities, there needs to be different grassroots efforts on like, how can people really get ahead of this gun violence, right? How can we stop this mass shooting? And then when you look at the statistics of who's doing the mass shootings, I won't specifically call them out, but when it comes to that community of that specific gender of people too, like, can we start, you know, calling the people who they are, right? If other people are called terrorists or if black people are getting killed in the street for certain things and, and other, whatever, white male Caucasians are being just arrested and they have these AR-15s and everything together. Like, and you can see all these case by case basis, there needs to be some type of change. Like it's, we're not in the civil rights era anymore, right? Like it's 2021. So it's just like, what type of change can be made besides just us putting this stuff up on social media and, you know, stating the obvious? Mm-hmm. Well, well, I've I've been seeing on social media, um, which I never really thought of until you know a week or so ago. That why are like politicians not forced to retire once they hit a certain age? Um, the the policies that they put in place are very um, are are just not with the times. Are and what's the word I'm looking for? And I can't even say the word antiquated. Antiquated. Yeah. There you go. Um, they're, you know, they're not with the times, like they're making decisions for people in their prime years when they have one foot, um, in the grave, like, <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm, I'm not even trying to be funny, but it's stacks though, because, yeah. you know, the older, I mean, it's going to happen to us all eventually, but mm-hmm. you know, the older we get, the closer we are to death, you know, um, you know, unfortunately. And so why, why are they so pressed to to keep um, the government running a certain way when they're not even going to be the ones um, to be living in it. Control. It's all about control and that group specific. Con- con- but you're not controlling anything after death. Yeah, but controlling the fact that they yeah, got a job still. They're still in control. And con- control and power is literally like the number one reason why we have all of the issues that we have today. Um, greed, you know, poverty, all that stuff could be solved if people 
um, weren't on this like, um, you know, power hungry, like having to be in control of everything type of vibe. And that's why we see the uproar in specific communities right now is because that power that they've had for centuries is starting to be dissolved and they're starting to like lose it. They don't know how to deal with it. And that's, this is literally um, a causation of, you know, them losing power. So I do think that, you know- And then you have- No, go ahead. I was gonna say, um, I mean, this is like kind of like, it's not dealing with the shootings, but it's still dealing with like, like what Brittany said, how can we do better with it within these communities? You know, we have Chicago mayor, Lori Lightfoot, and you know, we're all from Chicago and she just funded the police. What was it? $3 million instead of giving Chicago residents uh, a, a stimulus, you know, and then she also, and then now they're also putting up more, um, more speed light cameras and, uh, and things like that. And so like instead of helping the community and funding the community she's giving uh the police more money and then she's also setting up more cameras to create tickets to help get the city to have more money and so that's also an issue as well yeah i, I think um you know piggybacking off of what Brittany was saying i think how the world can do better is that we you know I feel like in a lot of different communities, there are like, you know, black women, we have like kind of a community thing where we come together to help, you know, like around our hair, like we came together to say, you know, your hair is beautiful, how it is, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you know, trying to fix problems within our community. I've never seen a group of white men come together to fix issues in their community. I personally haven't seen it. And so I think that they need to start taking accountability for the things that are happening within their community. A lot of their police officers are the ones, white male police officers are the ones who are doing the killings for black and brown people. You know, white males are the ones who are going into places and, you know, just shooting up places. They have a lot of issues and there is no community, I haven't seen it publicly, coming together to like try to fix these issues. And so, I think that as Brittany was saying, like for the gun violence and for different things, it's gonna take a community to come together to fix these issues. Lori Lightfoot, I'm sorry to say it, I hate to say it, but she's gotta be out. You know, next election, I'm not voting for her because what she's, you know, we put her in a place of power because, you know, we thought she was skin folk, she was gonna be helping the kin folk, you know, but she's not. You know, like a lot of her Cause she's she's like she's a triple she's a triple minority because she's a woman, she's black. And she's a member of the LGBT community, and she has done nothing to benefit any of the communities that she's a part of. Yeah. And so we just, when people show you who they are, you just have to start stepping up. And, you know, we just have to, we got to do things. So I think uh, Brittany is a, you know, great way to kick it off. But I think that, you know, the advice that I would give, and I think that, you know, the synopsis here is that we just, we got to, do better as a community to start affecting change you know mm -hmm. i think it's just hard right because you know and I'll, and I'll caveat all of this i know trying to change things is just hard right because we're working with a broken system right um and in a lot of ways and i feel like you know 
if we knew how to change it, I think we would go about it. I think a lot of us even here are drivers, right? It's like, I hate talking about something and not being the one to lead it, right? It's like, okay, I'm, I'm always or I'm always preaching, like, if you have an opinion on it, you can also change it, right? But it's like, what are the right steps to go about changing it, right? And I, I really think that somebody in power, somebody who has the clear vision of the steps should maybe try to outline it, right? I wonder if there's a podcast or an article or somebody who's already stated, like, you know, this is like the possible scenario to change this so these type of things don't happen, right? Or how to change or how to change the system, or maybe it is happening already, um, but it's not in public ways because maybe other people are gonna like tear it down very easily, right? Like, I'm not sure, but I'm hoping that, you know, there is part of the change. Cause I mean, shoot, I would even like to be involved cause I, you know, I, if there's anything that I can do to help something happen or, or another mass shooting not to happen or something even in our local government to be better, like why not volunteer our time? We're in the house now where I feel like we can dedicate a few more hours to something that, you know, can, can give back. Yeah, I think um, one of the things, I think I was watching like an interview with one of the um, like survivors of the um, shooting in Colorado. And uh, it was a white guy, but he was talking about like, um, essentially like making sure that you're doing things like to protect your mental health with everything going on. Like he was, I don't think he was religious, but he was talking about like meditating and like, um, you know, just like taking care of your, your like mental health and wellness. And I think like with all of this, I, you know, I've reached out to like some of my friends who are like Asian American women during like all of the stuff that's been going on. And just like, I hope that you feel like you have the space if you need to like take some time off from work or if you need to just like get in your community and like feel safe. And so I think, you know, in terms of like how we can do better, I think something that's really been like top of mind for me is just like making sure that I'm taking the space that I need to like protect my mental health. If that means spending less time on social media, like consuming all of this, like horrible negative imagery. If that means like, I don't know, reading books or like I downloaded some, like another, I have like eight on my phone, but I downloaded another like meditation app, like, you know, moving my body every day. Cause we know that like just the act of movement can like help your mental health. Like, you know, um, just like anything that can help you to like drinking more water, eating healthy, if that makes you feel good, eating chocolate, if that makes you feel good, like just like taking the space, you know, spending time with people that make you happy. I just think like, there's so much like, um, like darkness and negativity going on in the world. And like, just really being mindful of like, how much you consume and how you can protect your mental health and all of that. And sometimes that means like, I don't have to know all the details of every story or I don't have to like watch every video that pops up on my timeline. I don't have to like be, you know, up to date. I hate to say it, but like, I don't have to be up to date with all the news. I know it's bad. Like I, you know, if I need to take a break from that for a while, then like, that's fine. If I need to be all like hippy dippy, that's fine. Like, um, so that would, I guess that's a really long winded way of saying like, my advice would just be like, do what you need to do to protect your mental health because like, it's hard out here. And like, we still, it's, we didn't had a whole like pan-aversary, like it's hard out here. <laughs> so like, do what you need to do to just like protect your mental health and all of this. Agreed. Yes.
All right. Well, guys, I think, yeah, I think uh, we'll end it on that. No, it was a pleasure being back. Yeah, um, great to see you. We were away for some while or for some time. <laughs> yes. And um, we'll see all of each other in person next weekend for a brief bridal shower. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Can't wait. <laughs> and as always, these are just our suggestions, but girl, do better. If it don't work out for you, don't come looking for us.